Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody, to the, I think it's the Juliet Greystone Show. Um, I'm... I'm your host, Julia Greystone, filling in for Scott Hum, and and today we'll be talking about, um, oh, on rightwaymedia.net, sorry, <laughs> um, I guess I'm nervous again, and welcome everybody from Blog Talk Radio, Studio and Archives, Podchaser, Stitcher, Google Podcast, Breaker, and Radio Public, and um, we also have another... Um, another one, uh, let me remember the name, um, as well, so if you want to call in to listen to the show, it's the phone number is 516-666-9806, and we also have other shows on here, too, um, on Tuesday, Scott has his show on Wednesdays, but I'm, um, filling in for him for now, so, um, and Romeo has his shows on, um, oh, Tuesdays, so today we're going to be talking about, um, what's going on in the world, oh, and our newest outlet presenting us is ACAST, and, you know, by the way, with, with you guys here with me, I will be less nervous, (laughs) Um, so I'm going to be talking about what's going on in the world, what's going on in the world today, um, with the Christian point of view and, and just trying to help people understand God a little more and stuff. So, um, let's get into it. Um, oh, and sadly, a lot of our politicians are not very religious, you know, uh, We've got some that are not and some that are, you know, only God knows. And, you know, all the stuff like all the violence going on and all the hate and all the crime and all the other bad stuff going on today, it's just, it makes me sad. It makes me sad that God's people you know, would act this way that, you know, a lot of people, you know, would that our nation has turned away from God, I feel like, and, you know, we just, we've turned away from God, we've taken God out of our schools, we've taken God out of some churches even, you know, I mean, and there are some false teachings out there, and it's just horrible, so, um, and we're going to talk about this and more, and you can talk with us, too, if you're listening on the internet, you can actually call us at 516-666-9806, and you can also listen to us online um, through writingmedia.net. It was a pretty, although I have to say back to the 
phone number. That's a little frightening there. <laughs> the middle part, 666. But we didn't pick that, so. <laughs> um, so let's talk about the violence going on in the world. You know, it's it really saddens me to see God's, pe- you know, people hurting each other and hating each other and accusing each other of wrongdoings that they aren't doing and stuff that they, uh, you know, they're just, and all the hate crime, the true hate crimes and stuff, and also the unlove, the coldness, you know, we we have a lot of people, we have all the people screaming, oh, defund the police, you know, and I don't, you know, if anybody ever watches um, Romeo on YouTube, you know, he talked about this yesterday where our police are not very appreciated. Our police are hated on these days, you know, people... You know, there's not very many people who will go up and be and be considerate about how they feel and stuff. They go through a lot, and we don't even we don't even know what they go through. Um, and you know, the Bible in Proverbs three thirty one do not says do not envy a man of violence and do not choose any of his ways and it seems like that's what our world has decided to do is is you know decide to be violent one person is violent and then the rest decide to follow like like sheep like the bible said sometimes sometimes he would call us sheep and also in matthew 26 50 or sorry matthew 26, chapter 26, verses 52 and 54. Then Jesus said to him, Put your sword back into its place, for all who take the sword will will perish by the sword. Do you think that I cannot appeal to my Father, and he will at once send me more than twelve legions of angels? But how then should the scriptures be fulfilled that it must be so. And also Matthew chapter 5, chapter 5, verse 38 through 39. You have said, you have heard that it was said of, of old times, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say unto you, do not resist the one who is evil. But if anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to him the one also. Now, I kind of want to go on this scripture because this one is, uh, you know, I I love this one. If if anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. What Jesus is basically saying is, is if, if someone does wrong to you, don't let, don't turn around and do wrong back. Just let, you know, basically, not in a violent way or something, just be like gently, go ahead and do it again. It's okay. You know, I love you anyway. That's what Jesus would do, and that's what Jesus would have us do. And I also think that's what the saying we should live by. What would Jesus do? Would Jesus be rioting? 
in the streets like this? Would Jesus be burning, looting, and murdering? Would Jesus be defunding people who are, or in these modern times, if Jesus was here, would he be doing any of this that that we are that a lot of people are doing? The answer is no. Jesus would never. And there's also some other scriptures, Galatians 5:19 through 21. Now the works of the flesh are evident: sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, and 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 sorry, I don't know how to strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, om enmity, enmity. Fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you, as I warned you before, that these, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. Now, I'm not... Now, I'm not judging that there are people who aren't going to heaven. That's from God's word, and, you know, what God says is true. And then there's Romans 14, 10 through 13. Why do, you pa- why do you pass judgment on your brother, or why do you despise your brother? For we will all stand before the judgment seat of God, for it is written... As I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me and every tongue shall confess God. So then each of us will give an account to himself, of himself to God. Therefore, let us not pass judgment on one another any longer, but rather decide never to put a stumbling block or hindrance in the way of a, of a brother. Now, this means, you know, basically, we're all going to stand before God. We shouldn't judge each other. We shouldn't be hating each other. We're all going to stand before God no matter what and confess to him and give an account. And we, sh- instead of judging each other and hating each other, we should be helping each other, growing each other, telling each other about God, encouraging each other in the Lord, telling others about Jesus, being being as Jesus would have us to be. And there's also uh, Zephania uh, 1.9, On that day I will punish everyone who leaps over the threshold, and those who fill their master's house with violence and fraud. And unfortunately, that's what's going on these days, along with, uh, sorry guys for the background noise. <laughs> I've got roommates. <laughs> um, Psalms, also, Psalms 73, verse 6. Therefore, pride is their necklace, violence covers them as a garment. You know, a lot of these scriptures really show what's going on in the world. You know, we see a lot of hatred, violence, and like the one I read earlier, Galatians, with the 
sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, and all those other things, it's terrible. And I, it saddens me that we're letting this go on. You know, where's where's God? You know, why have we basically kicked him out of our schools and and you know some i've i've ha- actually had some people say on facebook when i've been posting about this uh well why why had, did god leave our schools to begin with he didn't he he never did he we kicked him out we decided we didn't need god anymore that we were good enough on our own and we kicked God out of our schools. Our children no longer hear about God. They no longer hear about the Bible, you know, except for in some places. Um, I can't say for all places, but for some places. Um, and then I'm going to go to some more scriptures like Matthew 5, 21, verse 22. You have heard that it was said to those of old you shall not murder and whosoever whoever murders will be liable to judgment but i say unto you now this is jesus speaking but i say unto you that any everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council and whoever says you fool will be liable to the hell the hellfire and John 16:31 I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace in the this is to uh and for all the sorry let me start over on that part and you know these for people who are feeling depressed or feeling you know sad about the way the world is yes we should feel sad and we should feel um, very disheartened because we feel bad that God's people are away from Him, and they don't, they don't, they just have kicked Him out and stuff. Uh, but for, but in John sixteen thirty one, Jesus encourages us, saying, "I have." told you that these things will happen basically that in me you may have peace in peace in the world you will have tribulation but take heart i have overcome the world so we know that god has overcome the world already jesus is god is protecting us god is here for us we can have peace in god and we can have peace when we connect with God, and I think that's what our our nation needs right now is we need we need to have more people turn to Jesus, more people turn to God, and you know that doesn't guarantee complete peace because the Bible the Bible already says that bad things will come in the end days, and there's also James. One nineteen through twenty. Know know this, my beloved brothers. Let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger, for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. And 
That is true. You know, we our anger our anger is not um, going to do anything for us. It's going to make things worse. It's going to make things harder. It's going to make things even more worse than they already are. We need to be kind like Jesus would have us to be. And we also need to um, think about this scripture, 1 Corinthians 5, 5, sorry, chapter 5 through verse 9 through 13. I wrote to you in my letter not to associate with sexual immoral people, not at all meaning the sexually immoral of this world or the greedy and swindlers or idolatrous since since then you would need to go out of the world but I am writing to you not to associate with anyone who bears the name of a brother if he is guilty of sexual immorality or greed or is an idolater reviler drunkard or swindler not even to eat with such a one for what have I to do with judging outsiders is it not those inside the church whom you are to judge God judges those outside purge the evil person from among you but and then James 3:17 but the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, and and impartial and sincere. We need to see more of this in the world. We need to bring God into our lives. We need we need to bring God into our country. We need to, you know, be peaceable. We need to be gentle. We need to be open to reason, talk to each other, you know, you know, talk to each other about how you feel nicely. Don't be violent and hateful and and hurting each other and be full of mercy too. Like if someone does something wrong, be merciful. That doesn't necessarily mean let it go per se. It depends on the situation. But we need to be merciful in our hearts and not be hateful, not be, oh, you know, being very mean and cruel against them. And we need to be impartial just like God is. God God isn't partial to anyone. God doesn't pick favorites. God loves everybody. Like John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave us the only begotten son that whoever so whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life and see in that scripture god says the world not just one group of people not just one not just one race not just one family not just one you know government agency or country or whatever he meant the world that doesn't mean everybody is going to be saved. We have to accept Jesus into our hearts. We have to ask him into our hearts and ask him to forgive us of our sins. And then in Revelation, Revelation 1, 1, 
1 through 20, the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show to his servants the things that must soon take place. He made it known by sending his angel to his servant, John, who bore witness to the word of God and to the testimony of Jesus Christ, even to all that he saw. Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy, and blessed are those who hear and who keep what is written in it, for the time is near. Oh, John, to the seven churches that are in Asia, grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come, and from the seven spirits who are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead, and the ruler of kings on earth, to him who loves us and has freed us from his blood, or by his blood, sorry. <laughs> um, Jesus talked about stuff that would go on in the world in the end times, and I believe we are close to that, at least. We are nearing, nearing that. It's and and we should we we need people who will preach the gospel, who will talk to each other about God, who will teach their children about God, tell others about Jesus, and also we need to keep it ourselves. You know, we also have that responsibility to keep it in ourselves as well. We need to um we need to keep god's commandments obey him and do what he wants us to do uh you know god commanded us to tell others about jesus now not all of us will go out and be missionaries or not all of us will go out and be pastors but there's many ways to show the love of god including you know just being kind to someone you know you see someone, you know, just sometimes even just smiling at someone can show them a love of God. You never know. God can use us in many different ways, you know. And now you may not know it, but the the guys who do the other talk shows here understand what we are talking about. In fact, a lot of what God and Jesus have said and written about sounds a lot like what is considered conservative. It isn't just a political statement or a worldview. This may shock you, but being conservative might actually be like being more godly, which it is because a lot of it, I mean, or it, it may be because a lot of it is based upon um, the teachings of God, you know, love thy neighbor, you know, don't thou shall not murder, and uh, you know all the other commandments of God's, and you know also protecting each other, caring about each other, loving each other. I mean, I mean, I don't see. You know, it's sad that we don't see very much of it. This, you guys. I mean, let's think about this. What, what do you what? What do you all think Jesus would think if he came down here on earth and saw all this going on? What would you think he would think? Do you think he'd be happy? Do you think he'd be proud of us? 
do you think he'd, you know, I mean, what if he were to go down where the right the fights and stuff are happening, and the riots and stuff? You know, how do you think you he would feel? Do you think he would be happy about it? No. Jesus would be. Jesus is grieved about it. He doesn't have to be actually physically here on earth, earth in body, because he's everywhere. God is everywhere. He sees everything. He sees all. He knows all. He knows everybody. He sees everything. And a lot of religious historians believe that we are in the last days. And with all that is going on, that is kind of frightening. I mean, if you look at um, Matthew, let me get it. Matthew 25, I know that. Oh, excuse me. Um, As we see a lot of, but with the love of Jesus and the power of God and the Holy Ghost, we can survive. But look at this. There's, this is part of why we think, or a lot of historians believe, we're possibly in the end days. Matthew 24, verses 1 through... Um, sorry, you guys. Um, so Matthew 24, I'm not sure how far this is going to go. So Jesus came out from the temple and was going away when... when his disciples came up to point out the temple buildings to him and he said to them do you not see all these things truly I say to you not one stone will be left upon another which will not be torn down as he and as he was sitting on the mountain mountain of olives the disciples came to him privately saying tell us when will these things happen and when will the sign of your coming and the end of the age and Jesus answered and said to them see to it that no man that no man misleads you for many will come in my name saying I am the Christ and will mislead many and there have been people who do that um these um I haven't heard recently but there have been some you will be hearing of wars and rumors of wars. That's been happening. We've heard of the war that was going on in Israel a couple of months or whenever it was a couple of months ago, you know, the wars that were going on. But Jesus says, see that you are not frightened for those things must take place, but that is not yet the end. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And in various places there will be famines and earthquakes. Uh, This isn't the King James Version. This is the, I couldn't find my King James. This is the, uh, the New American Standard Bible, so, sorry. Uh, but these things are merely the beginning of birth pangs. So we're possibly in the birth pangs area, and we'll we'll be coming to this part. Then they will deliver you to tribulation and will kill you, and you will be hated by all nations because of my name. The and at, 
at that time, many will fall away and will betray one another and hate one another. We see that going on these days. Many false prophets will arise and mislead many. Um, I'm not sure uh, about that, but if Jesus said it's going to happen, then it's happened. Because lawlessness is increased, most people's love will grow cold. We definitely see that. Lawlessness has increased. We see that as well. Look at look at how they're behaving. They're being allowed to burn, loot, and murder, and nobody does anything about it. They just let it, you know, and that's because lawlessness has increased like Jesus said it would. Um, and we also see that a lot of people's love has grown, grown cold. You don't, it's, but the one who endures to the end, he will be saved. Uh, I gotta figure out what that one means. That doesn't mean that you're not saved, that you're not, that you have to make it to be saved because God's word in the Bible says once you're saved, you're sealed. So you're sealed by the Holy Spirit. So, um, uh, sorry, <laughs> I lost my thing for a minute. Um, and, you know, we see this a lot going on right now, these days. Oh, now I want to thank Scott Hum for letting me substitute for him. In fact, I think it's good that we can have a conversation like this. And, you know, rightwingmedia.net is political. I know that. But they have a really good page if you want to go to right wingmedia.net, scroll down to the box that says Internet Resources and click it. There are a lot of resources there, including a link to the Book of Revelation in the Holy Bible. It highlights a lot of things that we've been talking about. And uh, so, if and also, if you guys want to call in, uh, call us at 516 516- Six 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 ninety eight oh six, and uh, yeah. And if you want to talk on the show, then press one on your keyboard. And let's take a break and come back to discuss some more. I'm Juliet Greystone, and you're listening to RightWingMedia.net Radio. We'll be right back. We are back, and we are looking at a pretty lopsided matchup, Jim. That's right, Ron. I mean, in one corner, we've got a 175-pound guy, and in the other, a 6,000-ton heavyweight train? Jim, this guy has no idea what he's getting himself into. It's no contest. Every day, people tempt fate and die trespassing on railroad tracks. See tracks, think train. If you served honorably in our nation's armed forces and you're looking for a way to continue serving your fellow veterans in your community, then join AMVETS. Each year, AMVETS members volunteer millions of hours at VA health care facilities from coast to coast, helping to improve the lives of their fellow veterans through the VA Voluntary Services Program. AMVETS posts and departments also participate in a wide variety of community service projects, ranging from Americanism in our schools to supporting the Special Olympics and Boy Scouts of America. If you no longer wear the uniform today, you can still serve through the AMVETS by joining today at AMVETS.org. You have the right to know. 
the right to know about culture, the right to know about the economy, the right to know about technology and to know about sports. You have the right to know about education and politics and the weather. You have the right to know what's happening abroad and in your backyard. But above all else, you have the right to know that this right is under attack and we must work to protect it because in order to be free, we must be informed. Understand the threats. ProtectPressFreedom.org. Go to rightwingmedia.net. Get yourself active on there. Be part of the conversation because this is where we will tell you the whole real news. We will never lie to you. We will never tell you orange man bad. Go to rightwingmedia.net. Enjoy the conversations that you see on there because there's the conversations that we need to have of making America red pill. We need to red pill America again. We need America to start waking up and realizing that this stuff is huge. This is part of the red pill that we have to accept. So join the conversation by going to rightwingmedia.net and just watch all the stuff that you need to know about what really everybody's saying and what Trump has really said. All the things that the conservatives normally will not be able to talk a lot about, but we will be able to see in different discussions from different social media platforms to podcasts. We're going to red pill these demo rats and we're going to red pill them today. When friends don't don't stop friends from drinking and driving. Friends die. Friends don't let friends drive drunk. Welcome, everybody, and we are back on the uh, Julia Greystone show. If you want to call in uh, to Right Wing Media, it's 516-666. Ooh, that's scary. 9806, and if you want to actually talk on the show, ask me questions, have put your input into it, um, press 1 on your telephone. Um, so, um, let me remember what I was talking, what I was going to talk about. Mm, I have one thing. Um, we have a lot of, uh, violence going on with what happened with storming the Capitol and stuff, and, uh, uh, that was, you know, pretty bad how people have decided that they are behaving and or can behave. Sorry, I got, I'm getting a little nervous, <laughs> so pardon my stuttering. Um, you know, it's sad how people have decided to behave, you know, storming into the Capitol, you know, doing the other things that they're doing, burning, looting, and murdering. Like I was saying earlier, you know, no no consideration to anybody who they possibly could be hurting or and anything that they could be doing to things and stuff. It's just, it's sad. And, uh, you know, I feel really bad that our nation has become so cold and violent and, and you know, Act and you know almost godless, you know honestly, um, you know it's it's sad and and like I said earlier, we should think about what would Jesus do and what would Jesus think. That would be a good principle to live by. Is you know what would Jesus do and also what would he think about this? Like if we're gonna do something, here's a good thing. If we're going to think of doing something, like if you're going to think 
of going in the walking in the store and stealing something, we should start thinking about, well, would God want me to do this? Would if if Jesus was standing right here with me, which he is, Jesus is with God is with us all the time. We just don't see him because we we just can't. He's everywhere. But Jesus, God is with us all the time. He sees whatever we do. He sees everybody any everywhere. He's omniscient, omnipresent, and he just he knows everything. He's all knowing. And we should think about if I'm I'm going to steal this, what would Jesus think? Would he be grieved? Would he like it or would he be grieved? And we of course know the answer to that is he would be he would be grieved, he would be upset, he would be not happy with us. And so we should re knowing that we should refrain from anything that hurts that would grieve God. I mean, there's a song, um, I can't remember who it's from, but I heard a song years ago, Does He Still Feel the Nails Every Time I I Fail? And that song that song touched me greatly and, you know, it makes it makes you think, does he? When we sin, does he feel what he dealt with on the cross again does he feel that same pain that same hurt now i know a lot of you might believe that the capital storming last year was good uh getting back to that uh i get that but there are bible verses in the gospels that caution against violence against the government even even if the government's bad we still shouldn't do that. Jesus first called them hypocrites, then asked one of them pr to produce produce a Roman coin that would be suitable for paying Caesar's tax. They they answered Caesar's, and he responded, "Render therefore unto Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and the, unto God the things that are God's." Same thing. The Government of any country is important, even though it is composed of human beings who can make mistakes. Anybody can make mistakes. Yes, uh, unfortunately, who we have now is kind of rather not the best, but that doesn't give us the right to behave violently or act in a horrible, in that, in the kind of way that some people are acting today it's really you know not good um we should we should pray for our government and there are right and wrong ways to criticize the government as well in the week we can criticize it in a christian manner you know saying yes this person did something you know that was kind of not exactly the best, you know, maybe a little foolish. It depends on the situation. Um, but we also should not judge because we don't know anything. We never know what could be what could be the deal. Only God does. Um, sorry, I lost myself again. And so, you know, we need to have more 
love going on in the world. We need to, even for our government, we should pray for our government. And, yes, that includes ones that, um, and there are some people in government who are not acting along the lines of Christian or Jewish religious traditions. We really need to pray for these leaders. We need to pray for our leaders. We need to pray for our nation. We need to pray for, uh, you know, people to turn to Jesus, turn to God, and turn and just to stop with this awful violence and cruelty and all this satanic stuff. I mean, by doing what we're doing, we're letting Satan into our nation. We're letting him into our hearts and minds. And we're letting him, I mean, this behavior is letting his the demons around and in. And they come in and make things worse. Um, you know, and it's it's not good. It's scary. It's scary for a lot of people. It's scary for people's children, you know. You never, you, you can be scared that our children are going out there and they're, they could, something bad could happen with all the violence. Something, someone could just decide, oh, I'm just, I'm just really off with, or ticked off with all this stuff and, you know, I just want to go do something. And you never know. I mean, it's it's just getting insane, and it's sad. You know, we, like I said, we need to, now I know that's, that Romeo, Josh, and Scott explained the politics on their shows, but I strongly feel that we all need to know what's really going on, what the risk of countries without God, what they are doing, and, and, you know, a country without God is, you know, kind of close to hell. I mean, you can't, you know, we need God in our country. We are seeing it in every way, you know. It's awful without God, you know. There's no love. There's no care. There's no, there's no, you know, kindness. I mean, there is some. There is some, still some out there, you know. I'm not saying that everybody's bad, that everybody's being bad, that everybody's being, you know, awful. But there is a lot of that going on, and some of the parts of Russia are almost more religious and caring than some parts of the USA. That's pretty sad. That's that's sad. That's kind of pathetic if you ask me i mean our country was built on the principles of god our forefathers had built this country on the on the foundation of god's word and stuff that's why i mean yes there were some people that came over here with bad intentions but that's going to happen almost anywhere you know we are we are in the world there's going to be evil in the world but that doesn't mean that what's going on today is justifiable i mean our forefathers like the pilgrims they came over here from uh england and 
possibly other places because they didn't have the freedom of God. They didn't have the freedom to worship God the way they wanted and and stuff the way they knew they felt was right. And so they came over here and from then on things went on and with what we've talked about before the break, we should be able to understand how bad national and world events are becoming. I mean, we see that um a lot of I mean, we, I've heard that Russia was kind of was has been threatening uh even uh other place other countries are threatening war and stuff and if someone if if someone if uh, if if someone ends up saying something wrong to them or something like that there's a possibility we've you know we're that something bad could happen with all this hatred and stuff going on we're divided we're becoming divided there's division and we shouldn't it shouldn't be that way god wants a, god doesn't god doesn't want division and confusion god wants togetherness god wants you know peace and i'm not meaning that that kind like was going to be said to be the false peace of the antichrist i'm meaning god's peace i'm meaning God's togetherness, God's peace, God's love, God's way of doing things. Like if you see someone, you know, being hurt, go help them, go, you know, save them, you know, don't join in or just walk away or, you know, don't, if you're angry about something, don't go tearing things apart and, you know, burning, looting, and murdering. Talk to talk to someone about it. You know, be reasonable, and we also and also be willing to listen yourself because you never. Everybody's problems are different. They may all be banded together, saying, you know. Oh, and back to um, uh, threatening. Uh, certain countries threatening us. Russia was threatening the U.S. with war um, unless it abandoned some U.S. allies near Russia. That was just back in December. And, you know, if this keeps up, our, our country's becoming weak because, honestly, because we don't have God in it. We, you know, we've, like I said earlier in the show, we've kicked God out of our schools. We've kicked God out of even some churches. We've kicked God out of universities, you name it. And it's, you know, we're becoming divided. And the more divided we become, the weaker we become. And, you know, that doesn't mean that we can do stuff by ourselves. We can't. We have to rely on God to help us. That's even God says that in His Word. We we must rely on Him. I mean, even if you read like in Samuel, and where David, you know, went into wars and stuff, you have to rely on God. We can't just rely on ourselves. But we also cannot, you know, God can't use us when we're fighting against each other and we're weakening each other and 
tearing each other down and being hateful and burning, looting, and murdering and just despising and all the other stuff that's going on. And I'm going to sound almost like the guys on the other shows now, but I see why, but now I can see why they pick on the president being too weak. I mean, honestly, you know, unfortunately, we've got people in the government who are not doing their jobs, you know, but that doesn't mean that we're, we should go storm the Capitol like they did last year, you know. Um, that just means that we need to pray for our government. We need to do something about it, you know. We need we need to take action, but not the kind of action that's going on right now, not this fighting and and all the other stuff I mentioned earlier. We need to pray for our government. We need to have um we need to have God come come back. We need to bring God back into our schools, back into our universities, back to into everywhere that he's been kicked out of talk to try to you know we shouldn't put now we shouldn't push god on people because then you're going to turn them away we're going to turn end up turning them away but um we should find ways to be able to bring up god and try to turn people to jesus sometimes sometimes just doing something kind will do help sometimes like the other day, um, I saw someone uh, go out, and they were walking. I was talking to one of my, someone on the phone, and as they were walking home, they they saw police next to the house, and and they decided to walk over there and be like, hey, I appreciate your work that you do. I appreciate you know, what you do, it's a really hard job, it's, you know, it's a really, it's a really difficult job, it's wearing on you, and, you know, sometimes people don't realize that, and then this, the person prayed over the, the police officer, and, you know, afterwards, he had a smile on his face, he, you know, possibly felt better, most likely felt better, you know, we need to do that for everybody, but, you know, also our cops. Like, I I know, you know, you can even call them. You can write them a letter, an email. You may disagree with this, but fighting in public is, sen- is senseless. It doesn't make the discussion any deeper or meaningful. In fact, if you're, if fighting isn't, is, it's not going to, mean anything it's gonna it's going to turn them off and make them be like uh well if you're gonna be like that then you're you know and not and not just cops can get our ideas politicians really need our input as well you know we need we need we just need to spread god's love tell people about god you know we need to care for each other, love each other, and, you know, help each other through anything we're going, anything anybody's going through, 
you know, and, you know, we need to listen to each other, talk to each other, but no, but not fighting, but actually listen, hear each other, and see each other's point of view, and try to come to an agreement, or gently, not in a fighting way, but, you know, kind of just gently correct them if they're wrong, you know, just I'm I'm not sure how to do this, but you you we just we need to be kind to one another. And we've got a few minutes left, so I wanted to recap some of the things we've talked about. So you know, um, so yeah, um, like I said, we need the love of God. We need to stop this violence. We need to stop being divided. We need to bring, and most importantly. Most, most importantly, we need to pray, and we need to, we desperately need to bring Jesus back into our country. We need him to come, we need to pray him back. No human being will ever be able to save us. Only God can. At this point, we are getting so close to deep in the mud with, with, it trouble of what's going on in our country and it's sad and we really need to have Jesus come back we need to pray and we need to be kind to one another show love to one another even if it's something simple you never know if something that something sim- that simple thing could turn into them being like thinking about God or, you know, reminding them of God or just, you know, making their day in general, you know, making them feel better, you know, making them feel less sad or depressed or anything. I mean, you know, we never, you never know. So we should spread kindness. We should be kind. We should do, We should, and we should, like I said earlier, we should, what I what I try to do to make it simple is we should try to think to ourselves what would Jesus do? What would Jesus have me to do? Now we won't always be perfect. If we were perfect, Jesus wouldn't have had to die for us in the first place. We're all going to make mistakes. I'm not saying that we're going to be perfect at all. And if I sounded like that, I I never meant to. We're human beings, we're going to make mistakes. But we we should do our best to pray to God and every day and ask Him to help us do something for someone, make someone feel better, and make someone, you know, happy. And we need to stop being divided and stop not caring about each other, start listening to each other, start talking to each other kindly and listening to each other's point of views and, you know, maybe see what there is that actually does need to change versus things that don't need to change. And, you know, like I said, again, um, try to live as God would have us to live. Try to live... Ask God to help us to live. Ask God to help us to live as if he was, as if we could see him here. 
because he is here. God is everywhere. Like I said earlier, God is everywhere. He sees all, he knows all, and he hears all. And, you know, we we have a hard time remembering that. I mean, I I I myself do. I'm, you know, you know, but he's here and we need to think about how would Jesus feel if I were to do this? How would Jesus feel if I were to steal this or hurt this person or burn this thing or loot this store or or murder this person or that person or, you know? And unfortunately, we're out of time, so I want to thank each of you for listening to me tonight on rightwingmedia.net. This is Juliet Grace Stone, and God bless you. Good night.